appreciate very much the service up to this point. Appreciate the prayer on my behalf. My prayer is, is that I can bring words that will inspire all of us. Such a privilege to be here. You may know a little about my history. It is that two and a half months ago, I was diagnosed with ALS. And it's evident today from my speech has been somewhat affected, so bear with me. A week ago, I was in Dallas for a second doctor's opinion. I was impressed. It was UT Southwest, and we got up real early, got there, things clicked off like I've never seen. And so I've known for two months that I was speaking today, and that this sermon came together during that doctor's visit. Now this sermon, most assuredly, is not about Lyle Miller. God is great. So when I was diagnosed two and a half months ago, I was pretty sure I didn't have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Bear in mind that our father passed away with it in 1986, so my brothers and I are well acquainted with it. So I went to this doctor in Lubbock, very good doctor, and his diagnosis was ALS. My first reaction is, I've got God. There were tears in the room because of this diagnosis. But my immediate reaction was, I have God. And I've since said, our dad was a great inspiration because he didn't have fear. He had God. And so his brother Jackson mentioned in his good Wednesday night sermon, he's grown in peacemaking. His great lesson was about being a peacemaker. We need to grow just as Jackson said he had grown. And thank goodness, Christians grow in the Lord. And so I have grown in the last two and a half months. God is with his children. 
And I'm nothing special. There's many of this congregation that are better than me. So, the idea for this sermon started last Monday at the doctor's visit. In this clinic, there are uh, specialists that work with the doctor. One of these was a counselor. You know what my gut reaction is? I don't need a counselor. I've got God. There's my counsel. But boy, was I wrong. This man said, how are you doing? Well, if you want to sum that up, and this was my thought-out answer, I have a great God, which is very true. I'm good. I have God. A little more conversation. My dear wife said he's preaching next Sunday. And I could tell that spurned uh, questions. And he said, where do you go to church? Church of Christ, 11, uh, not 11th Street, but Northwest Church of Christ in Plainview, Texas. And he said, I too am Church of Christ. He said, I spent three years as an evangelist in Cambodia. My wife, three children, and so he's a dedicated Christian. And so I was inspired at that moment. God is great. There's other Christians in the world. I've gone through life been kind of like this. I'm a Christian, but I don't advertise. Last two months, I'm going to say I've got God because I am a Christian. This uh, man's name is Jonathan Edwards, and I am very pleased with him. He was happy to know that we were Christians, like-minded, and have a great God. Challenges are going to come to us all, especially as we get older. And there are solutions that God gives us. And He's a great God. We must follow the truth found in His blessed Word and follow God's plan. If we do, we will do well. Let's get to the most important part. The scriptures. And so the Bible contains very many scriptures about how great God is, and I've tried to narrow that down for our study. And so it is. You and I are unable to fully understand God's power. Job 26, 13 through 14. By God's Spirit, He adorned the heavens 
his hand pierced the fleeing serpent there in the Garden of Eden. Indeed, these are the mere edges of his ways. How small a whisper we hear of him. God is quiet speaking through his holy word. But think about the thunder. The thunder of his power, who can understand? It's a challenge. But if we obey, we can learn to understand. God is the great healer. We pray for God's healing for all that we know that need healing. Psalms 147, 3 through 6. God heals the brokenhearted. If you're physically ailing, He binds up your wounds. He is so great that He knows how many stars there are because He counts the number of the stars. He calls them by name. What man can do that? No man has ever come close. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. God does great things. He does everything from creation to bringing us rain to giving us commands that if we follow, we're blessed. And so let's look to Job 37 and verse 5. God thunders marvelously with His voice. He does great things which we cannot comprehend. We try, but it's hard to realize how great God truly is. It is no question there is nothing or no one else like God. Muhammad, all those other make-believe gods are nothing like the God of heaven. Isaiah 45, 5 through 7. I am the Lord. There is no other. There is no God beside me. I will gird you though you have not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form the light. I create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. With God, all things are possible. You and I are very limited. And I'm more limited today than I was a year ago. 
It's just the progression of physical life. What we must strive to do is grow spiritually because I'm spiritually better today than I was a year ago. That's where the true value is. Matthew 19, verse 20, <coughs> excuse me, 23 through 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Assuredly, I say to you that it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, Well, then who can be saved? But Jesus looked at them. With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Amen. Power and mercy belong to our great God. Psalm 6, 11-12 God has spoken once, twice I've heard this, the power belongs to God. Also to you if you follow God. O oh Lord, belongs mercy for you render to each one according to his work. There's some things that are too hard for me, not for God. Nothing is too hard for God. Psalms 30. I'm sorry. My notes are out of line. Well, so Jeremiah 32, 27, I'm sorry. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Absolutely nothing too hard for God. Humble yourself, God is mighty uplifting and God cares sometimes we don't care God always cares first Peter 5 6 through 7 therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that may he may exalt you in due time if I lift myself up God's gonna kick my feet out from under me if I lift God up, then He will bring us up with Him. Casting, verse 7, all your care upon God, for He cares for you. He truly does. Jesus Christ, as 
a part of the Godhead was crucified in weakness. But today, and immediately after he was in the grave three days, he was all-powerful. And Jesus Christ lives by the power of God. 2 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 5. For though Jesus was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in Jesus, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Mark, can we advance? Verse 5, examine yourselves as whether you're in the faith. That's why we have the Bible. Examine ourselves. Test yourself. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Make sure Jesus is in us unless indeed you're disqualified. We don't like failure. Don't be disqualified because you don't have our great God. First Timothy 6, 11 through 16. The great God is calling on us and we must obey. 1 Timothy 6, 11-16 But you, O man of God, flee. Flee means to run away from these things and pursue these things. Stay away from evil. But follow, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the great, or fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold, grab eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Verse 13, I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep his commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ appearing. Verse 15. <clears throat> which he will manifest in his own time. He who is blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, eternal, dwelling in unapproachable light. It's so bright you and I couldn't handle it. 
whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. What a blessed scripture. Hope we can follow all those scriptures. So, God is calling you and I, calling on us to obey, and we must obey. Is God greater than cancer or ALS? Is He? Absolutely. No question. Is God greater than divorce and family problem? God's the solution. He absolutely is greater than those physical problems. Is God greater than storms such as hurricanes and tornadoes? They bring a lot of struggles. Is God greater than the school shooting at Uvalde? That's heavy on our hearts. But God is absolutely greater. Can God help you and I to overcome the challenges of school, challenges of work, and it challenges out in the world in general? Absolutely. That is my thoughts of the morning. We want to close by offering an invitation. God's great if you need Him either by word of prayer or if you need to obey him his gospel we invite you to come forward as we stand and sing